Healing makes the difference. Now, you're going to help me teach this. Uh, this is a new year, so we're looking at things different. I'm not going to do all the talking. You're going to do some engaging. So whoever you sit by, get comfortable with, because watch this. There are people that really need what you have. And sometimes just a word, just a hug, just, just a, and we family, and we've got to function like that. Amen? Amen. Look at you and say, neighbor. neighbor. Now we family. We fighting for us together, but we stay together. Amen, 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 amen. And you got to get past that because you got all kinds of people that come in here. Amen? All right. So the year back's doing makes the difference. Nudge your neighbor and say, neighbor. If you want to see a difference, you've got to be willing to do something different. Oh, I want my finances to change. What you doing different with your money? Oh, I want my relationship better. What you doing different in the relationship? See, it don't happen by osmosis. Uh, uh, my little brother says something that's so powerful, and, I, and that's going to be my mantra. I don't know about you. My mantra is that's this. Jesus was always intentional, but he was never predictable. I think that's a... He was never predictable. You couldn't see which way he was coming. Hmm? But you knew he was coming for you. All right. So that's what we want to look at. All right. The year of Acts, that's our theme. Keep it in your mind. Write it down. Post it somewhere. This is the year that doing makes the difference. I'm going to see a difference in my life because I'm going to start doing some things. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Let's get into it. John chapter 15. The gospel is recorded by John now. Sister J, I forgot how I sent it to you. So just. Go along with me because I don't have it. <laughs> John chapter 15. Now, before we start reading, uh, whatever version of the Bible you have, whether it's on a cell phone or it's uh, the literal book with pages, turn to John chapter 15, verses 1 through 8, and I'm going to give you some context. This is probably, uh, Brother Swan, one of the most um, simplistic but powerful words I believe that I'm going to share this year. This, this series, is just, it, it really is. Um, John chapter 15, good to see you, Sister Felicia. John chapter 15, and I call out names because I want you to know we family, and I know you, and you know me, and come on, you know, doesn't that warm your heart when you go somewhere and you see some Bible that you know, and you don't know a lot of other people, but you know that person? Yeah. Don't it make you feel better? Yeah, and so we family. So, and then sometimes, son, quite honestly, I say that to wake some of y'all up. I'm going <laughs> to just be honest. If you all can see the faces that I see when I say, ain't that right, Sister Sheila? <laughs> John chapter 15 is very important. Lady Clark, right here in chapter 14, we got this. Uh, uh, Jesus, y'all, is telling the disciples, I'm leaving. Now, y'all been with me all this time, I'm leaving. He says, I'm leaving you all, and of course, they've been with Jesus. They've left their families, left their businesses, and followed Jesus. Uh, souls have been changed. They've seen miracles and signs and wonders. And that man, Jesus, tells them, I'm leaving. Okay, let me, uh, let me make it more uh, easier for you to digest. Sisters, he leaving. He ain't did nothing wrong. You ain't do nothing wrong. I got to go. Where are you going, right? right? And he tells you where he's going. Watch him. 
and where I'm going, I'm preparing a place for you. Okay, sisters, I'm going to help you get it. He leaving, but he going to build his house for us. Oh. I'm not deserting you. I'm leaving because I got to take care of something for you. Oh, see, some of y'all ain't never really been loved good. You can't appreciate that. I'm leaving to prepare something for you. I got a job overseas. And I'm going to be gone for some months to get this house together. And I'm going to come back. Be ready when I come back because I'm going to take you with me. All right? So watch the emotion. Watch this. Oh, Lord, I love teaching your word. Watch this, Deacon Lee. So now they're hurt and happy. <laughs> they're hurt that he's leaving because they love him. They've been traveling with him. They gave up their lives for him. He said, but don't trip. I'm coming back. Chapter 14, he tells them, I'm coming back. I got to leave, but I'm coming back. You got my word on. Then he tells them what he's going. I'm going to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. He gives them words of comfort, right? Then he gets to chapter 15 and he begins to tell them in chapter 15 what is going to require for them to hold on to while he's gone. Okay. Uh, I got to say sisters because there's more of you than brothers. It's like him leaving. And he's giving you enough money, ears opened up just now, just now ears opened up. And he's leaving you enough money to take care of every bill and do all the shopping you want. Well, giving you something to hold on to. You like, okay, baby, you be good now. You be safe now. <laughs> yeah, because you excited, right? right? You, you sad. I don't care how bad you feeling. Now, this is for women and men. Somebody give you a whole lot of money, and it's good money. It ain't corrupt nothing. You can do what you want with it. You said they're leaving, but you're going to be all right. Huh? You're in the outlets. What happened to Leroy? Oh, he gone, but he be back. <laughs> Kevin, bring the limo around. He be all right. He be back. He be back. <laughs> So you, you, you got what they're feeling? So they got all this going on. And Jesus says, this is what I want you to hold on to. This is going to keep you. This is going to keep you. And it's what I've called, I've entitled this series, The Key to Being the Best You Can Be. This, if you do this, what I'm going to teach you in the next few weeks, this I guarantee you on everything I love, that this will cause you to have the best life and be the best you can possibly be if you apply this word. All right? All right. Here's the key. Now, let's go. John chapter 15. Give me the scripture, sis. Jesus says, watch this now. He just told him that. And we're in verse 1, chapter 15. He says, I am the true vine. Now, only the reason I got to tell you I'm true, because there's some false ones. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. Look how clear he's making it. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me. That's it. Somebody needs to know that. You can do nothing. 
nothing that's lasting, nothing of value, nothing that will impact life. Because you can do a lot of stuff without him. Truth be told, you really can't because he gave you the strength of your body to do it. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, ooh, Jesus, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Wait, 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 wait. Now, that's powerful. Jesus says, if you abide, if you ask, whatever you ask, whatever you desire, is going to be done for you. Wait a minute now. Because here's the icing on the cake. Because by this, my father is glorified. You didn't catch it. It brings God's glory for you to live the best life. That you may bear much fruit so you will be my disciples or so this people will know you my disciples. Right? So I want you to catch this now. Here it is. So the question that comes before we get into this is, how do I get where God wants me to be the best life? Now, let me be clear. Just leave that up, Sister J. Let me be clear with this. Let me just be honest and tell you about me. You know what frustrates me the most? And I'm sure some of you can relate to this. I know what's real, but I want what's ideal. You want life to be sweet, everybody to get along, you want to have money in the bank, you want to take trips, you want to look nice, you want to feel good, you want to impact people's lives, you want all of that. That's ideal. But what's real? You ain't got the money you want, relationships ain't the way you want, your health ain't the way you want. That's what's real. Watch this. And that frustrates me because I want it so bad, y'all, especially for you all, believe me. I want it so bad for you all to see you walking in peace and prosperity. And that ain't always money. That's just to be able to do whatever you need to do and have some left. I ain't talking about filthy rich. I'm talking about to be able to do whatever you want to do and have some left. I ain't talking about 10 or 12 cars. I'm talking about two good ones that run and that's paid for. That's up to date. Oh, boy, you don't... Because it kept some of y'all forget, you know, because I remember a time I had a car at the prayer that it started up. Lord Jesus. I gave the car name. Come on, Nelly. Come on, Nelly. Come on, Nelly. Do it for daddy. Come on, Nelly. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And every time you get in it, see, some of y'all forgot before you had what you had. But I'm talking about that kind of life where you can live a life full, less free. All right. And God wants. So how do I get from what's real to ideal? How do I get to that life, God, that caused me to live at a better place, to have a better mentality, to be fruitful, to be prosperous, to bear much fruit. How do I do that? Here it is. Here's how you get from there, from where you are to where you need to be. Now, let me show you three things. John chapter 15, verse 1 through 8. Watch what Jesus says. Jesus gives us three important things. He says, Jesus says, I am the vine. Watch this now. Jesus is the vine. Let the church say, Jesus, Jesus. is the vine. God the Father is divine dresser. God the Father is divine dresser. Now make sure you see it, because I'm going to give you a picture of it. Jesus is divine. Jesus is divine. God is divine dresser. God is divine dresser. We, are we are the branches. Got it? God is divine dresser. He dresses that up, sets it up real nice. Jesus is divine. We are the branches. Jesus is this vine, but we are the branches. You see how all that's connected? You see that? Now watch this. 
So what's the key? Here it is. The key to living the best life that you can live is one word, that is to abide. Now, I don't mean nothing until I break it down, because I thought that too. I said, Lord, abide? We, we already talk about that, because we know that's on the surface. We know the safe word, leave that right there. The safe word is abide, and we know on the surface, Sister Brittany, abide means simply to remain, to dwell, but it's deeper than that. So let me give you a working definition of how to understand abide. The word abide, as we just read, I don't know if you were paying attention, from verse 4, from the last four verses, from 4 to 8, the word abide is used seven times. Now, if you know anything about people having conversation, you know this. People say things over and over because they really want you to get it. Yeah. Now, I don't know why we do this, Lady D, but we do this all the time. We want people to get it. We think saying it slow helps them get it. <laughs> Give you an example. Put out the trash. Put, stop it when I'm wrong, out the trash. Did you hear what I said? I said, put, out. come on, y'all did that. You know you're guilty of that. Give me some money. I ain't got no money. But I, I let them ask you again. You're going to say it just, ain't got no money. And if I was Martin, I'd tell you what that means, but I can't. Martin said, I'm all right. <laughs> the key is to abide. Watch this. To abide, watch this now, because Jesus really wants to make this clear. It means simple, stay connected. Jesus says, if you want to live the best life you can live, stay connected to me, no matter what. You didn't, you didn't get it like I want. To abide means to stay connected no matter what. Come hell or high water. Now, that's important because many of us, watch this. We'll, we'll abide. You know, it's the first of the year. We come to church. It's January, first Sunday. But as January goes, then comes February. People start falling off. And we say, Jesus says, you can't fall off on this. Not if you want to live the best life. You got to you got to stay connected. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. neighbor. You, have you have got to stay connected. Stay connected. That means whether you feel like it or not. Now, for some of you, and this is not for everybody, you ought to treat coming to church like coming to a job that that pays you a lot of money and you do very little work. I think I got you that. Because if I say like coming to a job, some of you don't go to your job. Listen, if it's a good job and you do very little work, you can't wait to get there. Amen. You tell people, oh, I got a good job. And then watch it. We so crazy, we let other people know we don't do nothing there. <laughs> Not realizing who they know. Come on, we brag about it. Girl, I work at so-and-so, and I don't do nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing. But get that paper. So it, you got to treat it like I get a lot of money and I ain't got to do it. Because here's the truth. Can I give you the truth? You come here and you don't have to do nothing but listen and still leave rich. Yeah. You leave rich. 
you leave rich, your mind should be renewed, your heart should be open, your ears should be attentive. Listen, you have to come to church in the right frame of mind to stay connected. That means when trouble in your home, bring your butt to church. When you ain't feeling well, bring your butt to church. As long as you ain't on no medication or doctor's restrictions, you need to bring yourself to church. Because if it was that job that paid you a lot of money and you don't do no work, you go in there with the cold, with the flu, Ebola, a virus. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Preach, Bishop. Preach. Preach. Because you determine. And that's how we ought to be about coming to church. We ought to abide no matter what. And you got to be honest, because many of you have fallen off. And Satan knows all I got to do is send a little trouble. Let the call not work that Sunday. You ain't trying to get no ride. Because really, in your mind, you really didn't want to go. You ain't trying to call nobody. No, listen. When you want to experience the best life, you take an Uber to church. Now, I know some of you think that's a bit much. But you're going to leave here rich. You're going to learn something that's going to cause your life to be better. You ought to bring your butt here come hell or high water. Not for me, but for you. Because it makes you better. Amen? Amen. Oh, boy. Come on. You know when you were dating, when you was in love the first time. Well, the first time. And you thought it was real love. There was nothing you wouldn't do. Okay, you're going to make me go there. They called you stupid. Girl, you stupid. I wouldn't do that for him. Mind your business. <laughs> man, she using you. She just want, man, mind your business. Uh, I got this, and you did it and did it, and let's be honest, some of you did it to a fault. Because you said, I ain't going to ever do that again, but here's the problem. That's different. There's a difference between people and church, because church ain't never did you nothing. Now, you got some messed up people in church, because we ain't got, and I keep telling people this all the time, who talking about they don't go to church because they got messy people. Then I said, then don't go nowhere. Raise your hand, raise your hand where everywhere you go, there ain't never nobody messing. Raise your hand, there ain't never nobody messing. Never. Everybody's got a good attitude, everybody's positive, everybody's kind, everybody says the right thing, nobody's mean, nobody turn up their nose. Raise your hand if you go to that place, because I want to go there. But you put all that pressure on the church. And see, uh, I hear people talking about millenniums falling away and all that. That's because we are not presenting Christ the right way told you before because when he's presented right he's irresistible some of you can test that you come from wherever you come from and you hear Sunday morning because you know I'm going to get a word now if everything ain't lined up if everybody ain't up if the car ain't running right Lord just let it get me to church I'll get a ride I'm talking about that kind of connection you have to stay connected look at your neighbor say neighbor stay connected now the question is how do I how do I stay connected to somebody I can't see? Because he says, abide in me. Stay connected to me, right? How do I do that? How do I stay connected to somebody I can't see? I can't see God. I'm going to stay connected. Here it is. Here it is. Here's how you stay connected. Now, let me first tell you how you don't do it. Coming to church don't keep you connected. Coming to church is good. Because oh. you could be at the right place for the wrong reason. I'm here. It's Sunday. 
first Sunday of the year. I don't want to hear Bishop Maud. I know he's talking about everybody need to come to church. Oh, I'm here. Oh, come on. I ain't naive. I know how y'all think I love y'all too, but I feel like that about y'all sometimes. I got to pray, Lord, I, I pray they be here. Really? Amen. Amen. Oh, come on. I know you pray like that. And I hope you don't come here with all that. Not today. You know, it's the first Sunday of the year. Don't keep us in here long. I got stuff planned. I got... We rush church, but we don't rush nothing else. When you got money and you go into the mall or the outlet and you got a lot of money, you stay as long as it takes because you got money. Oh, come on. You, you got money to spend. And if they don't have what you got, you go into another outlet or another mall. Then you come home complain, oh, child, I'm tired. Put all them bags down. I'm tired, but you stay there all day. But when it comes to church, and I'm telling you, that's how the devil works. The devil likes to use church, watch this, to make you think it's not worth it. You go to church, and for what? You come all the way from there, you deal with all that? But that devil is a lie. Because there are some places you go to, and I don't care how far it is, because you anticipate what's going to happen when you get there. Oh, come on now. If you had tickets to the Super Bowl, you're going, hey, Bishop. Let me tell you today, <laughs> bless your good words, stay connected and all that, but I'm going to the Super Bowl. Blessings be upon you. Whew, hallelujah. I got blessed. You got to stay connected. So it's not about coming to church, because if you're like me, I grew up in church, and I said this so many times under my breath, Sister Deborah, I cannot wait till I get old enough. Because I ain't never going to church no more. <laughs> Stop me when I'm wrong. When I get grown, where all my grown folk at? When I get grown, I'm going to do what I want, when I want. Ain't nobody going to tell me nothing. Huh. Uh-huh. Got you singing, Kanye. Wait till I get my money. You ain't got it right yet. And you still don't want nobody to tell you nothing. So, and, and, and the way it gets down, I'm going to give you one. It, 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 it's four ways, but I'm going to give you one today. Uh, uh, and it's, all four of these are very practical. Matter of fact, you did one already. Here it is. The first thing you got to do is worship. If you're going to abide, live the best life you can live, be the best you can be, you got to worship. Now, let me tell you, before we tell you what worship is, because this blew my mind, I'm not talking about, and it's good. And I heard Lady Clark say it, and I know she meant well, and a lot of times we do it because we hear it. Come on, lift your hands and praise him. But if I really love him, nobody got to tell me lift my hand. If I love him, when, when, when I love him, all I got to do is think about him. Where my real folk at? You were driving in your car one day, and your mind went to how good God has been to you. You were washing clothes in the house, and you said, Lord, I thank you. You ever had a moment like that where it hit you clear out the blue? You wasn't planning nothing. You just, you just got into a place of worship. You say, oh, thank you, Lord. And people's actually, what's wrong with you? You say, oh, nothing. You get emotional. You start crying. Because when you think about how good he's been to you, <clears throat> and truth be told, he's been good to all of us. I don't care how much you got, how little you got, God has been good to you. Can I tell you why? Because you're sitting in here today. you breathing. You got breath in your lungs. You got strength in your body. It may not be the best, but you're here. And it's all because God was faithful to you even when you were not to him. 
that ought to be reason to just come to church. Just the fact that God has been faithful to you and you've been faithful to him. Sit up. You've been faithful to him. And you want to be faithful to him by coming to church. And then when you come, you want to grow in the word. Amen? So it's worship. Let me give you my working definition for worship. Because watch this. It ain't got nothing to do with music. It ain't got nothing to do with, with music. Because if you wait on music, then you got, watch this, you got emotional worship. And how many of us have gotten in trouble because our emotions got us there? Oh, come on now. You hooked up with Leroy because he said something made you feel real good. Come on. You hooked up with Sheila because she said something, or she dropped it or did something that made you feel good. And then after you get through with that feeling, you're like, Now, I know a couple of people had to change their numbers after all of that. That's why some of y'all don't put y'all real picture on Facebook. Now, come on, that you know, come on. Instagram, people saying, oh, ooh, and you get a whole lot of likes and comments. And then when they say, let's hook up, you got to find a reason why you can't. Because that ain't the real you. Worship, here it is. Here's what worship means. Worship means to acknowledge, is to acknowledge who he is and who you are in reference to who he is. I know that's a lot of me. I promise you I'm unpacking. It's going to blow your mind. Worship, when, when you worship in God, wherever you worship in that. Now, church is a good place to worship, but it ought not be the only place you worship. When I'm worshiping God, and I'm going to worship because that's going to be part of the key to being the best I can be. It is to acknowledge who he is and who I am in reference to who he is. Okay, all right. You missed it? Let me help you get it. 1053, watch. We ain't going to be long. I'm just about done. Here it is. Watch this. He's the father. I'm the child. He's the creator. I'm the creature. He's the way maker when I need a way made. He's my shepherd. I'm the sheep. You see how I keep pointing to who he is and how I am and who I am in light of that? That's what worship is, is when you say, oh, God, you got it. You in control. It's all about you. Now, the reason why a lot of people don't get into worship like that, because we like to be in charge. I watch everything. People say, lift your hands up. Some of y'all. Now watch this. How could you possibly, well, I guess because maybe your relationship with God, not that you ain't saved, you got that. Your fellowship with God is not as strong as it should be. Listen to this. Listen to this. How could you do this when you hear words, I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you. More than to, to, to just be like this. Is that an indication you don't love him? Because people you love. No, I mean, come on, come on, sisters, you love. That's your boo. Don't nobody talk about him. Don't talk about him. Me and my mama fell out about him. Oh, come on, come on. Come on, some of y'all done hooked up with him or her and just... Forgot all about family. They don't even see you no more. 
Mama just calling to say, you know, I'm all right, Mama, I'm all right. Look, look, me and Sheila about to go over here. I'll call you when I come here. You don't even call, Mama. Come on, you got caught up. Come on, brothers, we ain't no better. We OJ. Ain't no woman like the one I got. Then when she make you mad, I ain't saying she no gold digger. <laughs> well, I'm gonna mess y'all up. Y'all ever saw people do this? And if it's you, just keep looking straight ahead. <laughs> Lady Clark and I was looking at this the other day. When a relationship is good, that's all you see. Me and my boo, me and my babe, me and my this, me and my that. We go in here, we here. When things are bad, you ain't gotta talk to them. You'll see it on their posts. Girl, I'm doing me in the Bahamas. I'm all about me. This the year it's about me. I'm doing my own thing. Can't nobody move like I move. That's how I do. That's all. When you see me walking by myself, I'm my own team. Stop me when I'm wrong. See, you put too much of your business out there. People know when your relationship ain't good because you put them all in your business. Don't ask me nothing about him. He's dead to me. <laughs> well, all right, okay. And watch this, you're just emotional because he was dead to you, but when things are working good, that, that's your whole life. And God will show you, don't you put nobody before me. Because he'll, he'll show you stuff you wouldn't see. So let me tease this out. So worship is to acknowledge who he is in reference to who you are. He's the father, you're the child, he's in charge and you serve, he's the way maker, he's the forgiver when you need forgiveness. And that's important, watch this, because we all want to be in charge. Now when I show you this, I'm done, watch this, here we go. Um, let me get uh, three people, three people. I need uh, two men and one woman, come on, real quick. Come on, don't be, don't, hey, come on, I ain't gonna make you do nothing. Two men, I mean, uh, two men and one woman, all right. All right, all right, sis. Oh, oh, boy, that's good. No, 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 stay there, Brother Richard. He's good. That's what I want. Right there, right there, right there. Come on, come on, go there. Come on, Frank. You good. You good. You stand here. You stand in front of her. You stand right here. You stand in front of him. No, no, in front of him. In front of him, right there. All right, look this way. All right. Worship. When I look at God, who he is, and who he is in my life, and where I stand. It's you, God, I'm the child. You the father, I'm the child. You the master, I work for you, right? Now that was perfect. This was the way God had it set up. Watch this in Genesis chapter 2. God, Adam, Eve. Stay with me. This was God's original intent. Now, I don't care nothing about you being mad and talking about, well, we got equal rights. Ah! <laughs> no, really. Because when about no, you didn't need to be equal when God set it up. Everything was the way he wanted it to. And that wasn't about being unequal. That was about order. God, Adam, Eve. Right? Now turn and face this way. All of y'all face me. Everything was perfect. God, Adam, Eve. Eve loves her husband. Her husband loves her, but God is first to him. Eve loves him. Watch this. 
She don't know nobody else, right? She is compatible. I'm sorry, because love, I'm, let me shock you, love was not even in the picture yet. When these two got together, wasn't no love I love. They don't even know what that is. Come on, y'all. This is the beginning. All she knows is God put her with him, took her from his side. And now, watch this. She is compatible with him. She has the ability to meet his needs and vice versa. But he understands, as much as I love you, he's first. I love you, boo, but he first. In the beginning, read it. Genesis chapter 2, it says, the Lord God, the Lord God, the Lord God, the Lord God did, the Lord God did that. But in chapter 3, come on, Charles. I'm sorry, I got to use you, brother. Chapter 3. <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to soften it before I hit him. In chapter 3, the enemy came. Now, the enemy goes, and look, you got your hand out of here. All in the character already. The enemy came. Now, watch how cunning the enemy. He goes to eat. He know not to even come this way. Right, right. Ooh, and he knows this thing here is so tight. I ain't gonna fool with that. Mm -hmm. But she came in last. So let me, uh, happy birthday son, spit game <laughs> to her. Now she has become engaged in conversation with him. Right. Never once that she said, hold up, talk to my man. What you doing, hold up, get up off me like that conversation. He's got her intrigued. Now, because she talked to him, she put something in his ear. Hey, look. That, that fruit on that tree, you're kind of right. Eat a piece. He looks at her. Okay, baby. Is you and me win this thing? He eats. Now, thank you, y'all. When he gets in her ear, he doesn't say, Watch, read Genesis chapter 3. He doesn't say, Lord God. He says, has God. You missed it. In Genesis chapter 3, you don't hear Lord God because uh, the devil has gotten in her ear, and now everything he says to her, God did not say. Come on, God bless you. You can be seated. Y'all stay here. God did not say. Why is Lord taking off? Because Lord means he's the ruler. He's the one in charge. So the enemy says to her, forget all that. He ain't in charge. You ready for it? Here's what happens. Everybody turn, face this way. Boy, y'all missed it. I was really trying to bat that one. Watch it now. Now the order has changed. She spoke to him. He followed it. Now she's in charge. He follows her. Because when God comes, he says, Adam, watch this, read it, Genesis chapter 3, the punishment comes, and it comes for two reasons for Adam, not only because he didn't do what God said, but he listened to her. Read it. So now, God ain't first. Eve is first. And I'm talking to some sisters, and he is first. And he's first before God. Watch this. So God leaves. God bless you. God, go have a seat. Now what? I'm done. I'm done. God leaves. You know why God leaves? 
because he ain't following nobody. That's right, that's right, that's right. So now they got to figure out the best way they can how to function because we don't have his presence. We don't have that fellowship with him no more. Sin separates you from him. Right? So now they got to figure out how they're going to function. Sin comes. They have children, and sin is passed on and on and on and on. That's why your children do stuff that make you say, you're just like your daddy with that. You're just like your mom. Because all they have in them is what was in you. You follow me? So now they got to function. They put uh, aprons on, trying to cover themselves. Come on back, God. Now watch what God does, how loving he is. Come on back. Now he know they done messed up. Here he comes, and God does this, because he loves them. He makes this apron. Well, all they can cover is the front, but God covers the whole body, because God loves them. The Bible says he comes looking for Adam in the cool of the day. Why is he looking for Adam? Because you the one I gave the authority to. And brothers, when you give it to her, she going to take it, but that ain't the order. So now she running things. You going where she go. You doing what she said. And God says, that ain't the way I set it up. It's supposed to be this way. Yeah. And when it's this way, you get directions from me, and it makes life better for her. Exactly. You messed up the order. And if I had time, I'd tell you, that's why relationships ain't working, because we forget the order of things. God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, don't you forget the order. Don't you forget the order. Now, brothers, I'm not giving you no license to be no boss. Watch this. Because he doesn't. No, I'm just throwing that disclaimer. Listen. Because God made him a manager, not a boss. If I'm a manager, I got a boss. My job is to manage. Her job is to help. That makes life great. Watch this, sisters, because when you got a man who knows his place and he's managing things, you ain't got to get supplies. You ain't got to make sure the store is running right. All you've got to do is help. Because when the store ain't functioning right, the boss ain't coming looking at the helper. He's looking at the manager. And sisters, you ought to say, now, wait a minute. Before we hook up, do are you a manager or just a man? And he's going to say something like, what are you talking about? That's a good indication he don't know. Like, why? Now, you say that and run up on a brother who knows what he's talking about. He's going to say, well, hold up. Are you a helper or a hindrance? Now, brothers, I just tried to help you. For the new year, I just gave you your shout out. You see the order? I'm a manager. I ain't a boss. I'm just giving you what the boss told me. And watch this. When we do it the boss way and the business don't work, then we go to the boss because we did it his way. The problem is we get the rules, watch this, in relationship, and he tells us what to do, and we say, now listen. I mean, I got y'all work for me. Okay, look, this is how we're going to do this. Yeah, I know how they got all that. Come on, y'all work places where they suspend the rule book. Yeah. And watch how bold they are. They say, yeah, I know what they say, but look, this is the way we've been doing it. This is how we're going to do it. 
they're going to come by on the 15th every month. When they come on the 15th, we just go open our books, put them open somewhere. But when you do that in relationships, you've lost too much time. That's why chaos comes, because there's no order. God wants to be worshipped. The key to being the best you can be is worship, is to abide, is to stay connected. And that's the purpose of marriage, to stay connected. If you don't want to be connected, don't get married. Be independent. Do the single lady dance or whatever. That's what marriage is about, staying connected. We fuss, but we connected. We disagree, but we connected. Abide, stay connected. We do that, we start that by worshiping. All that he is in reference to why, who I am. And if we're going to keep that in order, God first, the man and the woman. And if you ain't got no man, God, then you. Hold up, wait, because I'm about to make somebody mad. God, then you, not God, the children, then you. Because those of you who've lived long enough when you got grown children, I promise you they're going to leave. Some of them not old enough to lead now, and they're ready to lead. They ain't got the money, so they can't do it. They can't bust the move yet. Come on, they can't bust the move yet, but they're thinking about it. Oh, come on. Any of those who got siblings, you know what I'm talking about. When y'all mad with mama, y'all, y'all form, come on, y'all get a united front and talk about mama or daddy behind their back. Ooh, he make me sick. That's why I'd be glad when he had work. Ooh, I hope they give him all the overtime he wants. Let him get all that money. Ooh, I'd be glad when she gone with them girls. Let me go by A.T. Sheila, because she let me do what I want. And you work my nerve. She want me to clean. She want me to cook. Oh, I'm so tired of this. I can't wait till I have my own. Now you got your own. And you got your own children. And I promise you, they feel the same way. <laughs> not my kids, not my kids. They got you fooled. Because they kids. They, come on. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You got grown kids now. They don't even come see you now. Hey, mama, how you doing? Just call and check in. I want to make sure everything all right. Everything good? Okay, good. God bless you. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, Dad, how you doing? Man, good. So you're working hard, man. You got to slow down. You know, you're working too hard. You're going to hurt yourself. You know what? Just slow down. All right, I'll talk to you. <laughs> and you know what you learn as you get older? Watch this. That you got to be cool with that. That's why it's so important that you stay connected with the Father. Because he won't leave you ever, ever, ever. He knows when they're going to leave, what they're going to do. That's why you stay connected to him. Because you a sad parent. If once your kid's grown, you don't know how to function without them. That's sad. Don't you make them your life. Let God be your life. So when they get in trouble, you pray. You ain't selling a house. You ain't mortgaging your, uh-uh, hey. Love you. God knows I love you, but ain't about the mortgage. No, 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 no. Ain't putting no house down. Because you done did something foolish. Then they get that, but you my mama. I am. But dad, I thought, I am. But you were there when Bishop said you better. You better stay connected. 
and he didn't say stay connected to me. Live what you learn. Don't stay connected to me. Now, I wish I had some parents to be honest. You glad they go. Oh, thank you. Hashira Banda, give me a Honda. You know all that. Oh, come on. You start talking. The key is you got to buy. That's, that's the key. The key to your success. The key to being the best you can be. Just abide. I'm going to stay connected. And that ought to be your commitment from this day for Lord, I'm going to stay connected to you. I don't care what they do. I don't care where they go. I'm going to stay connected to you. Because staying connected to you keeps my mind. Listen, listen, and more than any, more than money, more than a lot of friends, calls and trips and travel. You know what you need most? A peace of mind. You give me a peace of mind, I'll sleep under a tent if I got a peace of mind. Because you could be in a mansion and not have a peace of mind and go crazy. And I'm telling you again, don't you let nobody drive you crazy. Don't you let no kids, no husband, no wife, no boss, don't you let nobody. No, none of it. Don't let nobody drive you crazy. Big mama told me a long time ago, you let them drive you crazy. Watch this. When you locked up somewhere, guess what they're going to be doing? What they do. Young people, you want to be a blessing to your parents, even those adults. Are your parents still living? Then make sure you speak positive to them. Be encouragement. Stop trying to take all the time and give something. Just give, give a kind word, give a hug, give some sincerity, give some truth. Because otherwise you're robbing them. After all that raising you, you got to stay connected. He says, watch. Go, go, go back to the scripture real quick. Watch this. Because we done. I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this part because you missed the beauty of this. You missed the beauty of this. Watch. Right back there. Go back there. Go right where you was at. All right. Watch this. Thank you, baby. Right there, baby. Right there. Look. Watch it. <laughs> Watch. Verse 7 is a game changer. All right, now, we're going to put the word stay connected in where abide is. We're going to work it. If you stay connected in me and my words stay connected in you, you will ask what you desire. And it, not might, not could, shall be done for you. What do you want done this year? I just told you the key. Stay connected. What do you design? Books, uh, visions, money, businesses. Stay connected. Not just to him, but you got to let his word stay connected to you. The key is to stay connected. You do that through worship. Sometimes you can ride home and just say, Lord, thank you for that word. Oh, I worship you. I bless you. Lord, I have put other people before you. Forgive me. I want to stay connected. Because that's the key. The key to being the best you can be is abiding. That means to stay connected. And you begin that through worship. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Father, we thank you.